Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Ding dong, it's Drizzly. I have your drink delivery. Thanks so much. Is it margarita stuff? Uh, is it whiskey for your anniversary that's coming up? How did you know my Anna? Or is it an order from your future self who time traveled to make sure you stayed in with a cocktail instead of going to the bar where a mysterious portal is slurping people up? Uh, I hope not. Mezcal. Oh, I was close. So close. High five. Get the right libation for whatever situation with alcohol delivery from Drizzly. Download the Drizzly app or order online at drizly.com. Ding dong, it's Drizzly. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. I walked into the Starbucks. There's a woman having coffee and breastfeeding her baby, which I think is beautiful to be there for that kid's first latte. I think that is very moving. I took a picture. I'm not sure that was appropriate, but shouldn't have tweeted that either. I'm sorry. Some of you have kids, right? But you're drunk at a comedy club, so you probably don't take good care of them. No, some of you. I like kids. I like little kids. I like three to five-year-olds, because they say weird things that people on drugs say. I was on a bus one time. We pulled into a bus stop. This little three-year-old girl hops up on the seat next to me, looks out the window, and she goes, what world is this? How could a three-year-old voice my existential crisis so clearly? (laughs) Exactly, three-year-old. We need to go into the woods and do mushrooms together. (laughs) Show me the way, tiny Zen master. That's, uh... That was comedian Tim Young. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Would you act like a dog... For people online, if it meant six figures a month? Well, it's going to depend on the dog behavior I'm expected to do. I am totally in. She doesn't care. I do not. a girl. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It is Thursday, the 16th of July of 2020. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, Let's begin with that story. People have some crazy fetishes, and it looks like they'll spend big money on them. There is a 21-year-old woman. Her name is Jenna Phillips. She lives in Austin, Texas, and she recently quit her job as an optician because she found that men were willing to pay up to six figures a month for videos of her acting like a dog. Wow. Apparently, that is a fetish 
for a that has a lot of fans. Oh no! Where do where do you do something like this? It's on TikTok. I was just looking her up. Meet the puppy impersonator on TikTok. She's probably got an OnlyFans page. Well, I mean, she, she does. She has on super tight leggings, and she's got a really good butt. She does have an account on OnlyFans where she charges $20 a month for videos of her chasing balls, walking on a leash, rolling around, huh. even taking baths. She in a, is she attractive? Oh, she's yeah, she's booty pretty. On she's not bad. She's cute. Wow, she's she's fastest. Fast. She gets she gets after that ball. Look at her get that ball. Yeah, <laughs> get it, girl. <laughs> yeah, really get into it. You know, I mean, it almost looks like you could injure yourself though as quickly as she's crawling around in the grass, rolling over. Ooh, that's her. You want some water? Mm, okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that's a that's a scene from a a pet play scene, I guess. Huh. Yeah, and she also makes $1,200 for custom videos. And Jenna is on pace to clear more than $1 million this year. Isn't that just crazy when you hear these stories about these people that just find this little niche thing and they just are in the right place at the right time and the right number of people right. latch onto it and then all of a sudden, I mean, it's like, you know, the kid that opens presents or... Oh, Ryan. You know, that woman, the, what was what was that woman that whispered? What was there was there was that one woman A-M- that whispered SR. I know. But yeah. there was I feel like there was one woman that really started that off and just kind of would open up presents while whispering and had Mike set up in such a way <laughs> where it. Yeah. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, Seem to really do it for people. Yeah. Well, there's that lady that lives locally that eats bulk food. Oh, just eats and yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She just watch her eat. Chows down on a meal. And I would think... That if you're going to do these types of videos, you'd have to really kind of understand what the triggers are for these people with these particular fetishes. Like knowing, is it is it just acting like a dog or are there certain like, you know, dog scenarios that in a way? Yeah. Yes. Dog scenarios. I don't know. What your dog to do? Because I mean, my dog's behavior is very different than Tim's dog's behavior. Right. So which dog, you know, what kind of dog behavior... Does it? I hope she does the little thing where she scoots her ass on the carpet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anal glands. Yeah, because her anal glands need expressed. Oh, right. <laughs> hey, you guys. Like the front pulp. The front paw pull. <laughs> oh, gosh. Ay, ay, Always ay. right after grooming when the hair starts growing back is when it happens in our house. Ew. Well, you know that feeling when the hair starts growing back. It yeah, but what about like... <laughs> 
other like does she do like is it naked stuff is it like what's the fetish twelve hundred dollar one is i bet you probably yeah like i guess most of these you know like you said she's wearing leggings she's got clothes on oh, but like everything i've watched on her so far is her being clothed and just like in a dog bed or i guess, I guess the, the ones where she's taking baths she's mostly naked but not completely naked Oh, wow. Yeah. Good for her. It takes all types, right? <laughs> Let her make her millions now because it ain't going to last that long. She ain't going to be doing that for 20 years. Well, you never know. I, well, put, I would put money her on Her audience it. might grow with her, Tim. What about the senior <laughs> dog business, Tim? You have a senior dog. I do. Does that make you want to like find a list of fetishes? Like, give me a list of fetishes and let me see if any of these, you know, I would qualify for. <laughs> that I could pull I think off. There's a really long list. Is there anyone that acts like a cat? You know, there's got to be people that are into cat play if, you know, dogs are a thing. There you go. We had a second date update once years ago where I, I don't remember the details, but it was someone who was really into furries. And oh, we had to educate yeah. ourselves and we didn't know what they were talking about. We had to look it up and learn what furries are. Mm-hmm. And I'm still not sure. Yeah. But I guess they, they dress up in costumes as, as different animals. animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is that, I, I guess that's not just like a fetish, but, you know, some people just, yeah. yeah, some people just really get into it for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. Well, lots of businesses are figuring out ways to adapt and survive in this pandemic world. This might be the craziest pivot yet. There is a guy named Johnny Perry in Washington Township, Michigan. And he owns a jewelry store. He got it from his dad. He's, he's running his whole life. Um, but then I guess he shut down for the pandemic and it really forced him to reevaluate his entire business. So he closed the business, took the entire inventory of the store and buried it as a treasure around Michigan. Oh, wow. Does he have a map? (laughs) I want to find it. Can I find it? Yeah. He's launching a treasure quest to find each of the stashes of buried gold, diamonds, silver, and more. I think you would do well at this, Jen, because, you know, you write all those James Free clues. That's true. For Maybe you could get into the mind of this dude and figure it out. Could be. Uncode it. Maybe. People can buy tickets to the quests and they'll get clues where the treasure is buried. And from there, it's a race. The tickets cost $49 per quest. And each treasure is worth about $4,000. Wow, it's totally worth it. And the first one starts on August 1st. That could be fun. Maybe you could do that with Jacob instead of your trip to New York. (laughs) Come on, let's go find Mommy some jewelry. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he's good at maps. Yeah. I got a job for you. Yeah. Meanwhile, I know strange times can lead to strange food cravings, but this is kind of next level. Uber Eats just released a list of their most unexpected condiments and side items that people have been ordering with their food so far this year. And here are the best ones. Ketchup with their pizza. Ew. Yeah. That is weird. Are they dipping it in there? That's I weird. I guess. I don't know. Extra sauce, sort of. Kind of. Or maybe they're like, we'll ask the ketchup guy, we'll ask the pizza guy for ketchup since, you know, we don't have any. Now, this one's not too crazy. American cheese on their fish. 
Oh, which, yeah. You know, I think of like a filet of fish you get at McDonald's. And Same with, um, I think, Frisch's. They put cheese on their fish, too, if you want. Yeah. Uh, green olives with honey mustard. Yeah. Never tried that, but I like both of those things. White rice with applesauce. Sure. So far, I'm a, I'm not it. No. Is applesauce one of those brat diet foods like yeah, bananas, yeah. rice? Is it applesauce? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Gives a little sweetness. It's also really good for you for fiber. That's something that I enjoy giving Penelope. They make this. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like loading up the can. Yep, it is. <laughs> if you got a kid that's got a problem going, hit them up with a little of that. <laughs> now. This one here, chicken hibachi. What do they mean by that? Is that just like soy uh, sauce? Hibachi. Chicken, chicken hibachi. Is that like those uh, Kroger chickens you get? Like those whole no, chickens? Those are rotisserie chickens. Rotisserie chicken. Hibachi so what's chicken, chicken hibachi? Like on the hibachi grill, like when you would go to Benihana. Like spray with oil and soy sauce. Oh, and gotcha. Like, yeah. it all up. And they put that yum yum sauce on there. Yeah. Okay, so this is chicken hibachi with matzo balls. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they also found the most popular extra items that people have been ordering. Extra sauce, extra ranch. Oh, yeah. Extra cheese, mm. extra spicy, and extra honey mustard. And the most popular delivery requests are no onions. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> I like onions. Take that, you onion pushers. I prefer them raw. I don't like them when they're all stringy and slimy. Yeah. But I like them when they're, you know, like uh, like how they come on a quarter pounder with cheese. I certainly like them, like, battered and fried. Oh, that's delicious, too. <laughs> a lot of people, like, Jeff, you, what you're saying, you're talking about grilled onions. Yeah. Some people like that on their burger or on their french fries. Like, I think, doesn't In-N-Out do that? And so does, like, Mad Mike's. Some of those, like, oh, places put grilled onions on their fries. I can see like, In-N-Out accommodating that. It'll be just about anything. Yeah. Onions anyway. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Extra sauce. No tomatoes. Crispy. That's Jen. Jen's no tomato. I'm a no tomato. You're a no tomato? You don't I'm like no tomatoes? Tomato. I don't. I don't want them on really? my sandwiches. Nope. What is don't it? want them in is my salad. Is it salads? the taste or the texture nope. or both? Both. Hmm. Isn't it that it's cold too? But I don't, I you know, it's the. I like them. I don't like the look of them when they're sliced and they just look weird and they got those little seeds in the middle (laughs) and they they look dry on the outside and like runny on the inside and there's just something that doesn't feel right about tomatoes. They just creep me out. They really do. Well, you want me to gross you out? You know what I love about tomatoes is when you make a BLT. I like to make BLT subs, so Mm -hmm. I'll take like a little hoagie roll. And I'll, you know, slice it. I won't, I won't completely split it, but I'll slice it so you can open it up and then I'll slather that up with mayonnaise, lots and lots of mayonnaise. Do you toast it before you mayo it? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. You got to toast it. Yeah. And then it's like nice and soft and hot on the mm-hmm. inside. And then I'll slather that with mayonnaise and then I'll stick in the bacon and these uh, tomato wedges. I do the tomato wedges, not tomato slices. I do tomato wedges. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a big chunk. Yeah. And uh, uh, so all that like tomato jelly mixes in with the mayonnaise. And it just, yeah. Oh, yeah. My yeah. favorite thing about summer is making a tomato sandwich. So it's like white bread, salt and pepper, a decent smear of mayonnaise right. and just uh, cut the tomato in slices and I put like it on it the too. bread. Boom. Wow. That's it. That's the taste of summer to me. So, uh, Sorry, Jen. That's all right. No, do you do you. <laughs> Jen and I used to work with a guy named Brian, and he would go to Wendy's every day on his way to work, and he would ask for hamburger. 
And uh, he would say, I would like a hamburger, just a plain hamburger with nothing no cheese, on it. Nothing on it. Yeah, nothing on it. And they'd say, well, you know, do you want tomato? Do you want lettuce? Do you want pickle? No, just I, I want a plain hamburger. Just burger and bun. Nothing on it. <laughs> just the burger and the bun. And, you know, usually they, it was kind of a weird request and not one they got very often because it always left the order taker like, oh, how do That's I do weird. That's just kind of weird. Yeah. And every now and then we would pray for them to screw it up <laughs> because he would lose, he would lose his mind. He would just yeah, blow he his stack. Check it. He wouldn't check it until he got to work. And then it, we'd be sitting there when he would open the package. And if there was cheese on it, oh, my God. He would get so angry. <laughs> How hard is it? Hamburger and bun. Well, you, you used to work at Wendy's. So, yeah. like, do they have anything that's just plain on their menu? Yeah. You can order anything and everything you want just plain. Like you and can, do they call it a hamburger yeah, on the menu? They do. They call it a hamburger yeah. or a single. And how would the hamburger? So if you ask for a hamburger at Wendy's, yeah, how would it normally come? Would it come with? When I worked there, and you got just a hamburger. Like you're like, I want a junior hamburger. It would be. Um, That's exactly what he got. A junior hamburger. I think so. so. It would be ketchup, mustard, onion, and pickle. Okay. So he he would say, "I just want it with nothing on it." Yeah, it was a popular request for kids because like some a lot reason of kids... that was really hard at this particular location because yeah. they screwed it up all the time. And Jenna, I loved watching this guy <laughs> lose his mind. <laughs> so that's what people are ordering these days, guys. I'll tell you what: the pandemic has made people reevaluate so many things in their lives, and one of those things is the tattoos on their bodies. According to Removery, which is a laser tattoo removal business, Mm -hmm. it's a big company. I guess it's a big business. They're in 31 different cities. Wow. It's a big company. Growing. Yeah. They're called Removery. Let's see if we have one. And that's what they do. They remove tattoos. They have seen a 30% jump in tattoo removal requests compared to this time last year. Mm. And they were interviewing these guys. Yeah, it looks like there's one in Bellevue, Kentucky. Removery. Hmm. There There you go. go. Jinx. Yeah. So they're saying that uh, they've been hearing from a lot of people who are kind of reflecting on their lives during the quarantine. Yeah, and how much they hate their tattoo. I guess they... uh, said wanting to remove tattoos after making big changes in career or relationships or just generally having more time to consider the image they want to project in the world. But at the same time, like I can see the argument being made, look, this is where I was at the time. This is what I was feeling at the time. This represents Mm -hmm. a, a time in my life. And check out my new tattoo. <laughs> Represent me now. So, yeah, that's a. I was watching Governor DeWine yesterday give his speech. Yeah, what'd you think of that? Did you. Is that what you were expecting, or were you expecting him to come in and shut some things down? Um, I suspected this would be a warning shot. Yep, yeah, that's what I uh, felt like it was. Yeah. Be Dang. a good boy, or I'm going to send you this to your room. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's kind of what it was. I, I, I found the statistics very informative, though, like how he was comparing where Ohio is now versus where Florida was, you know, a month ago or six weeks ago or Arizona. I found that very interesting. Let's look again at Ohio and Florida. 
On June 9th, Florida had 1,200 cases per day, about the same number of cases that we had in Ohio yesterday. Mm. This past Sunday, just one month later, Florida's case numbers were at 15,300 new cases in one day. Wow. Ohioans have always been a people who've been willing to sacrifice today for a better tomorrow. Tonight, I'm asking each of you to take action now, to sacrifice now, so that our kids can be in school this fall, so they can at least have a chance to play sports, so our businesses can remain open, so that Ohioans continue earning a living and a paycheck and support their families. Yeah, I like the way he kind of framed it was, you know, I'm asking you to to make a temporary sacrifice for a long-term freedom Um, because our our livelihood, our very livelihood, our economic survival is at risk if we allow this to overtake us. I'm asking each one of you, wherever you live in Ohio, whatever county, whatever the alert color of your county, to wear a mask every time you go out in public. Now, I know some may still question the wisdom of wearing masks, but as we used to say when I was a prosecuting attorney, the jury's back, the verdict is in. Wearing masks is also our best way to protect Ohio jobs. A recent Goldman Sachs report shows that wearing face masks can be viewed as an alternative to lockdowns, and they should be looked at that way. Yeah, Kristen works in retail part-time, and and, uh, she was recently called back to work, and uh, she said it's been her experience that everybody, everybody, uh, this past week has worn a mask. Like, there's not been one issue. I've been out and about, and I would say... 95% 95% of the people I see or encounter are think, wearing a mask. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's more than it has been a week ago or two weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah, for sure. I Even going like to the grocery are store. stepping it up. Yeah. But that's yeah. the other thing, though. Like, these, it's not just, like, the governor is saying that, but, you know, people are coming out, Kroger's coming yeah, out Kroger's and saying, saying, hey. You know, Walmart, Sam's Club. I just saw today Jen Coles. You know, the retailers are saying... you. This is our role. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Walmart, Sam's Club. So, yeah, we'll see. I know that um, 600 calls about people not wearing masks were made to the Hamilton County Health Department. Oh, I bet. Oh, Karen. Yeah. I feel sorry for the person with that job. Like you think you are, you you might be having a bad day, that person has been taking calls all day about people not wearing a mask. Right. What exactly do they do in that case? Like, what do you do? Do you dispatch someone out there? Is there? You say thank <laughs> you, <laughs> thank you very much. I'm going to pass that along to the health inspector. Yeah. You remember the San Diego woman who posted a picture to to shame the Starbucks barista who asked her to wear a mask? Oh yeah. Well, the good people of the internet donated over $100,000 to the barista. Yeah. Well, now the same woman, Amber Giles, 
wants to sue him for half of it. On the basis of? She says uh, she's owed an apology because she legit has medical notes that prove that she can't wear a mask in the Starbucks. Um, Here, play a clip. I get shortness of breath, dizziness, and it messes with the heartbeat. And I do have asthma as well. And I do get maskne. So there's several things going on. And not only that, it doesn't even work. It was discrimination and, and everybody's okay with it and enabling and rewarding that kind of behavior. I don't care if he gave it to Lenin. I'm going to sue him for half of it. Wow. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, the guys have, I, I guess the guy who created the GoFundMe page and the barista have actually retained attorneys in the event that she does try to sue him. I wonder if we're going to get to a point where people who do have medical conditions are issued a card of some sort. So when they do have to go out and go to the store and get something and and the employees are like, you can't come in here without a mask. It probably wouldn't hurt. You know, I like to have some sort of medical say, you know, I would, but... Yeah. yeah I- the, the note she produced for the reporter at the TV station she was being interviewed by looked like just a handwritten note, but they, uh, she had them like block out the doctor's name, I guess, mm. for whatever reason. She didn't want that information out there. So I don't mm. know. Is she going to go for it? Is she going to find an attorney who's willing to? It's so going to depend on how long this thing keeps going. I guess yeah. so. Uh, I know Crossroads Church announced yesterday that all of their church buildings will remain closed through the end of the year. And I know they were you know, trying to come up with ways that they could get people back in there. It's, that's, it's just so big. I mean, have you been inside any of those churches for anything? I mean, uh, it's just I like, drive by the Oakley one every day. No, it's like, you know, they're massive. It's so big, so huge. So churchgoers can experience outdoor events, such as worship services along the Ohio Riverfront. Um, one of the outdoor events will be called Worship at the Cove, and it'll take place at Yateman's Cove Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. That sounds kind of cool. They just had something over the weekend. Um, what was it? It was some kind of uh, unity rally down at the... Fountain Square. Yeah, no, it was at the... the wasn't it at the, the Shell? Shell? Yeah. Yeah. The outdoor services will begin this coming Sunday and will include live worship as well as a brief teaching. Uh, Crossroads is requiring all participants to RSVP because they want to manage that crowd. They also want everyone wearing masks and to follow social distancing guidelines. Um, Senior Pastor Brian Tom says the, the church has never been designed to be limited to buildings. I love this quote. The church has never been designed to be limited to buildings. Look, all all over the world in history, you find people of faith that have thrived and grown without haze machines, free coffee, or a parking team. I love that. Best part about that, tugboat traffic. Yeah. (laughs) Crossroads closed their buildings in mid-March, but they've done an amazing job at helping the community in various ways through the pandemic. And, um, you know, everything is virtual now. Everything is online now, so they're still maintaining attendance and right they're still able to keep their staff and still do their volunteer okay. missions and charitable work thanks to the donations of the of the uh, members of the church i guess that's great 754 jeff and jen cincinnati's q102 it's gonna be sunny and hot today you guys i don't know that 
Oh, think about it. Sunday. They're going to see a high of 100. Ugh, I'm not leaving the house. <laughs> so bring your fan. Bring your fan to that outdoor gonna worship show. going to need a show. fan. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.